When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, even with the exploding popularity of botanical-style aquariums, I still receive a lot of questions from hobbyists sort of unfamiliar with our practice, and they ask what the purpose or benefit of is of, you know, utilizing these materials in their tanks. And I find myself repeating the mantra that this is not purely an aesthetic statement because it seems like a lot of it is uh, asked from a perspective of, you know, an aquascaping style. And I have to sort of understand that that people maybe come at it from a different direction than we do. But I can say pretty much categorically, at least from our approach, utilizing natural botanical materials in our aquarium is not an aquascaping style. Rather, it's a methodology for creating and managing a biologically diverse closed aquatic system. So there's also something very different, too, about the way that our fishes behave when they're living in an environment which is an abundance of natural materials present. I know it sounds a bit weird, but it's true. We receive a lot of comments about this from our community. It's sort of an intangible that comes with utilizing them in our tanks. And I suppose it makes a lot of sense as the fishes are utilizing them much as they do in their wild habitats for shelter, grazing, and even spawning. Now, sure, a tank devoid of natural materials like botanicals and stuff like that uh, doesn't maybe have the same look, but fishes will utilize whatever materials are available to shelter among, graze upon, and even spawn in. You know, hello, spawning cones and cracked flower pots, right? Yet, there's a certain something that's different when you use botanicals. You can just see it. Of course, with botanical materials, you also have the added benefit that they're natural materials consisting of substances like lignin, and they can impart other compounds stored in their tissues, such as tannin and humic substances, into the surrounding water column. And many fishes feed directly on the botanicals themselves or remove bio cover from their surfaces. So yeah, think about it. The texture and chemical composition of the botanicals' exteriors is really well suited for the recruitment and growth of biofilms and fungal populations. These are important for biological diversity and for the operating system of our aquarium, as we've talked about numerous times here. This is such an easily overlooked benefit of using natural botanicals in, uh, in the aquarium, it's kind of almost funny. And of course, as we know, terrestrial botanical materials, when submerged in water for extended periods of time, decompose. If there's one aspect of our botanical style aquariums which fascinates me above almost anything else, it's the way these materials facilitate the natural processes of life, specifically decomposition. Decomposition is absolutely fundamental to the botanical style aquarium. Now, we use this term a lot around here, so what precisely does it mean? Well, let me give you the actual definition from the dictionary. Decomposition is described as the process by which organic substances are broken down into simpler organic matter. A very apt descriptor, if you ask me. Now, we add leaves and botanicals to our aquariums, and over time, they start to soften, break up, and ultimately decompose. 
decomposition of leaves and botanicals not only liberates the substances contained within them, you know, lignin, organic acids, tannins, just to name a few, uh, not only liberates these substances into the water, it serves to nourish bacteria, fungi, and of course other microorganisms and crustaceans, facilitating a sort of basic food web within the botanical-style aquarium, just like it does in nature, if we allow it to. PVC pipe sections, flower pots, plastic plants, they just can't do that. No way. So utilizing botanical materials and leaves in your tank and leaving them in until they fully decompose isn't much about your aesthetic preferences as it is the long-term health of the aquarium as well. I get it. It's a decision that each one of us makes based on our taste, our management style, and how much of a mental shift we've made into accepting the transient nature you know, of materials in a botanical style aquarium and its function. There's really no right or wrong answer here. It's all about how much you enjoy what happens in nature versus what you can control in your tank. Nature will utilize them completely as she does in the wild. I tend to favor nature, of course, but that's just me. And of course, we can't ever lose sight of the fact that we're creating and adding to a closed aquatic ecosystem and that our actions and how we manage our tanks sort of need to map to our ambitions, our tastes, and the regulations that nature imposes upon us. Yeah, anything that you add into your aquarium that begins to break down is bioload. Everything that imparts, you know, proteins, organics, etc., all that kind of stuff into the water is something that you need to consider. However, it's always been my personal experience and my opinion that in an otherwise well-managed aquarium with regular attention to husbandry, stocking, and maintenance, that the burden of botanicals in your water is surprisingly insignificant. Now, yeah, even in test systems where I intentionally neglected them by conducting very sporadic water changes once I hit my preferred you know, population of botanicals by building them up gradually, I've never noticed significant phosphate or nitrate increases that could be attributed to their presence. Now, understand that the process of decomposition is a fundamental, necessary function that occurs in our aquariums on a constant basis, and the botanicals are the fuel which drives this process. Realize that in the botanical-style aquarium, we are on many levels attempting to replicate the function of natural habitats, and the botanical materials are just part of the equation. And of course, these botanical materials not only offer unique natural aesthetics, they offer enrichment of the aquatic habitat itself through the release of the tannins and humic substances, vitamins, etc. as they decompose, just as they do in nature. I say this over and over and over again because it's so important. Now, leaves and stuff, they are simply not permanent addition to our aquascapes or to our aquariums I should say and if we wish to enjoy them in their more intact form then we'll need to replace them as they start to break down and it's not necessarily a bad thing it just actually requires us to do some stuff if we're expecting a specific aesthetic and in, in a way this very much replicates the processes which occur in nature doesn't it stuff like seed pods and leaves either remains in c2 and part of the you know the habitat and is, or is pushed downstream by wind and current etc and then new materials continuously fall into the waters to replace the old ones. Pretty much everything we do in a botanical-style aquarium has a sort of natural analog to it, which I think is kind of cool. Despite their impermanence, these materials function as diverse harbors of life, ranging from fungal growth to biofilm mats to algae to microcrustaceans and even epiphytic plants. Decomposing leaves, seed pods, and tree branches make up the substrate for a complex web of life which helps the fishes that we're so fascinated by to flourish. Intangibles? Perhaps. Yet highly beneficial and consequential ones indeed. Stay persistent, stay bold, stay consistent, stay observant, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Ten and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Ten.